episode 122, what do you need in your content marketing plan for a new year? Welcome to the PR Playbook Podcast, the only podcast giving you actionable skills and advice you need to execute a strategic PR program. Warning, what you hear next may lead to brand awareness and increased sales and customer exposure. Now here's your host, Rinjini Joshua. Hello and welcome to episode 122. Today we're going to be talking about content marketing and what you need in your plan for a new year. It has become a really kind of volatile market and people are frankly just, you know, lessening what they're doing with their marketing effort and feeling like it's a safe time or or they're feeling pushed to kind of limit what they're doing with their marketing. And so today we're going to talk about how to maximize your marketing and your marketing budget and why it's so important to really optimize your content marketing in a, in a market that is very uncertain, in a recession, and why PR is actually really, really relevant in, in this market and really important. So one thing I like to talk about is that, you know, when you are assessing what you're going to be doing with your marketing, and I know we're in March and you probably should already have this kind of dialed in. But if you don't, that's okay. We're just in Q1. I think Q1 gave us a taste of like what the market's going to be like and how we need to navigate for the rest of the year. So don't feel like you are behind. Don't worry. We got you covered. So first things first, I think one thing to know is taking away your PR and marketing budget is not in your best interest at this time. A lot of your competitors are probably doing the same thing and being quiet as we learn from the pandemic bites you in the butt a little bit later in the year when you're scrambling to make, meet your sales goals. And I think one of the biggest misnomers is that PR marketing is not tied to sales and more so PR is not tied to sales, but marketing and PR are linked together. So when you're going into any kind of activity, when it comes to communication or content, Remember that all these things should be linked together. You should have consistency across your different messaging. And I have always promoted this, and it's more important now than ever to be very consistent. Even if you feel like you're repeating yourself, that's okay because that's what you need in this market. Also, there's two kinds of players in a time of recession. One player who doubles down to lead the market and one player who takes away their funding and becomes silent and is kind of taking a safer bet by just, you know, relying on their sales team. So I think, you know, in my opinion, I think it's better to double down because if you really want to champion or lead a market, and those are the companies we work with, emerging, high growth, innovative companies, then you really want to double down. And so this is a great way to optimize your content marketing. So there's several pieces of marketing that you can leverage to optimize. So one thing is case studies. A lot of you have them. There's websites and, and potential clients that I've spoken to that will point me to a case studies page and they have dozens of case studies. This is great news. You can leverage one case study for a blog. You can write a blog in your blog just to kind of enhance the text and SEO on your website. 
You can create a contributed article, which I know we've talked about contributed articles, but basically they're editorial focused articles that you can submit to key vertical outlets like trade publications, business publications, technology trade publications to publish. So we take the case studies, turning it into a blog, and then now you can also turn it into um, a contributed article. You can also, if the case study is impressive enough and you've gotten really great results, turn that case study or that partnership into a press release and announce that press partnership. So, you know, obviously this requires buy-in from the customer, but oftentimes if it's something that is a complementary technology or a complementary service, they probably will appreciate the free press. I mean, it's free press for them, you know, free press for you. So I, I think that's a great way to maybe leverage a case study in three or four different ways, a blog, a press release, a contributed article. You can also use that case study as a basis for speaker proposals when you're submitting your executives as speakers. So remember that if you're scraping, I know sometimes our clients are trying to figure out, oh gosh, okay, I got accepted to speak here. What's going to be the topic or what's, you know, what am I going to talk about? And sometimes they get invited to speak without submitting a proposal. So when that happens, you can lean on your case studies to kind of really leverage the biggest challenges your customers are having in the market and turn that into a topic. That's what you really want to do. And I think that's one of the things I always promote is like the PR team should definitely have a line into the sales team. And what the sales team is hearing are the biggest challenges for your customers. The sales team should know what those challenges are because that's how they're, you know, talking to the customer or winning them, hopefully. And the PR team needs to know that same thing because that's probably what the media is interested in. The same challenges that your customers are having are what's interesting for the market or the industry. So that's just leveraging a case study four ways. You can do the same thing with a white paper. So a white paper could be technical or educational. So those are two kind of versions of white papers. Like if you're doing something in AI, machine learning or something like that, you might have a more technical white paper automation or or just kind of the technical details of that. And obviously I'm not an engineer, so I can't really speak to that. However, if you have something that's more educational, like why AI supports smart cities, okay, that's a little bit more on the educational side, then you can leverage that piece into a lot of different ways, just like you could a case study. So you could turn it into a, a you can have a white paper for leave behinds and lead gen. You can have a blog for your website. You can have contributed articles. Those actually make the most interesting contributed articles. You can have a press release. Typically, though, if you're going to make a press release out of a white paper, you want to have some kind of data backing it. So whether it's analyst data or some internal data, data is such a great way to get attention from the media. They love numbers and facts because you can't argue with numbers. Numbers never lie. That's an, a piece of advice I got a long time ago is numbers don't lie. So really focus on those numbers if you want to use data and leverage it for white papers. Also, if you use data for your customers, they love that too, right? They want to hear about data points that can show real ROI and metrics. We talked about case studies. We talked about white papers. Don't forget to actually also, for those case studies and white papers, sorry, this just came to mind, break it up into social media. So case studies and white papers are rich for content. I mean, a typical white paper probably has, what, at least 10 to 12 social media posts into that. 
So extract those sound bites from your white paper and make sure when you're writing the white paper, you know, you're writing it with finesse. I mean, you want to write it so that it's succinct and detailed, but also you can pull those little sound bites from it for social media. And that will allow you to post that white paper for a potential download, like direct the call to action would be download the white paper, but using 12 different pieces that make that one piece of content seem fresh. So that's five ways to use one piece of content. So you can see where this is going. I think maximizing your content and really sitting down and putting attention towards what are the, not only what are you going to produce, but what are the multiplicity of ways that you can leverage it for media, for business development, for your website marketing, your digital marketing. Another thing that I did not mention yet was webinars. So I love webinars. I've been doing them for a client now for a couple of years. And every webinar, now we don't even maximize the webinar the way I'm going to tell you, but like basically the webinar could be the precursor to a case study or a white paper, right? So you have the webinar, then you can create a white paper or case study from, well, really a white paper from the webinar based on what all the experts are saying. We did this really awesome webinar where I turned that webinar transcript into a paid marketing article for one of the leading publications and that got so much lead gen and traction for the client. So what we did was just basically transcribe it as a, like kind of like an interview and you have to rewrite it a little bit, of course, no transcription, even with AIs, but then we leveraged it for this article placement and then we use it for social. You can use audiograms, you can use visual bites, you know, you can pull screenshots from the webinar, you can, again, create that white paper from it, the article, the blog, the press release. So you see how one piece, one theme, one topic can turn into six to seven pieces of content. And it can really help you leverage these pieces and maximize your marketing when you don't have as many resources as you normally would have. So being smart about optimizing this content is really key. This is really what I wanted to talk to you guys about today. I hope this all made sense. <laughs> I think it does. But this really does refresh your content. It gives life for your sales team, your marketing team, your PR team. Well, if you don't have a marketing or PR team, it can substitute for that, at least for the time being. Social media, don't forget that. So these are, you know, several ways you can just optimize each piece of content. That's my 2023 is the year of optimization, guys. Do not leave any stone left unturned. That little extra time that you use to really think through the process of how you can leverage all these pieces are going to benefit you in the end. Do not be quiet in your marketing and PR or social media. Find a way to create resources. Get an intern. I don't know. Get somebody who's maybe like a VA to post. We use a great service called Repurpose House and you could just give them your content and they will chop it up for you in so many different ways. So I think it's just really important to, again, optimize your content in 2023. If you have any questions, it's Ranjini at thesilvertelegram.com. Contact me. Feel free to ask questions. We can schedule a strategy call on how you can optimize and maximize whatever materials you're building. And I wish you the best of luck.